Oh, this episode, as ever, is brought to you by our wonderful backers over at patreon.com forward slash cinema swirl. Too fast, too furious. You heard of it. So have we. We've reviewed it as the latest episode of our exclusive bonus monthly show, Cinema Swirl, which is exclusive to $5 backers over on our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash cinema swirl. If you joined at that $5 level today, you'd get instant access to that episode, plus 32 other episodes, full podcast episodes of myself and Kevin reviewing movies, What's Not to Love. If you want to find out more, head on over to patreon.com forward slash cinema swirl. Otherwise, let's get swirling. Cinema Swirl! I was given assurances that this buffet was free. It's episode number 83, coming to you from the large, perspex-covered food selection of Hollywood, rifling through all the delicious salads, brackets, movies that my OTP Sam has not seen. Hello, it's me, your old pal, Cowboy Kevin. Sam, how are you doing today? I'm good, thank you. We're back, that's for sure. Our buffet's back? A buffet's back. Can they come back? Can they make a return? I'll tell you now, I've literally just... The day before yesterday was in Blackpool Pleasure Beach. And I'll tell you right <laughs> now, buffets, buffets. <laughs> buffets are, are, are back in business, baby. All you can eat buffet. Most people seem to be avoiding the now back in business buffet. But I didn't really have a comparison from beforehand. I've never been to the all you can eat buffet in a theme park before. So they are back. I don't know if they're meant to be back. (laughs) They're back. Can someone check if they're back? (laughs) They're back, and we're back, and I'm glad to be back. We we had a this is a we had a little tiny bit of a break, but not by cinema world standards. We you know things have happened. Not it's fine. We're back. It's fine. And you know what it was? We were away because we'd done so many action movies. We thought Mm. let's have a little break from action (laughs) movies, and then we gave you a poll, didn't we, at home? Uh, and you thought, you know what? Much like the all-you-can-eat buffet, I'm going to have more spring rolls. So I'm going to have more spring, and it's fine. Yeah, here we are for an unprecedented 16th helping of spring rolls. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing, though. If it's put in front of you, you can see it all. Then you're gonna go for what you know you like eating. And the Cinema World fan base, with their own thoughts and feelings, love eating action films and we did a patrick swayze vote we had dirty dancing in there i was so sure why was i so sure that would win i was sure as well yeah we were we had convinced ourselves yeah. with absolutely no don't we're not mad at ye we're disappointed no. in ourselves for not knowing any better <laughs> like how we 83 diddly d episodes yeah and yet we thought we that if we put <laughs> oh, be point, point break man what are we thinking <laughs> No, no. I, look, I'm going to be honest. If you want Point Break and Dirty Dance in front of me, I'd fucking probably go watch Point Break yeah. as well. But I assumed that I'd review Dirty Dancing. <laughs> we had Ghost in contention as well, which I think I've referred to before as my mum's favourite movie or a movie that my mum loves. I think at least one other person in the comments was saying that it's a, it's a mum's favourite. So, but, we, but Ghost didn't win. Dirty Dancing didn't win. It's Point Break for the Swayze swirl here we are we're on the swayze express well and truly because yeah we've decided we had a top tier high level meeting and mm. we decided the fairest thing to do 
will be that we're just going to review Dirty Dancing after we do Point Break. That, yeah, that's only anyway. fair and right. Now, there was part of me to think we could keep this Swayze train choo-chooing into October, but I don't think that Ghost counts as a spooky <laughs> squirrel. <laughs> that may be a bit of a spoiler there, Sam, but there was less variety yeah. in offer. It was more of a binary choice. Now, I've read the comments, by the way, on that vote. I just want to upset our listeners further by saying that I don't even know what Roadhouse is. I don't know... I I've never even heard of Roadhouse. Roadhouse? Roadhouse. Do you mean a caravan? Because that, to me, is a is a Roadhouse. <laughs> well, I mean, no, Roadhouse, absolutely. Roadhouse. That could go there. But there's precedent set. We can have more than one vote. Yeah. We'll come back to Swayze because if Ghost is there and Roadhouse is there, and there will definitely be a third option in there as well, sure. we'll do another Swayze vote. Yeah. I'm sure, unless Sam gets so offended by the performance of Patrick Swayze here, he gets like barred from podcast consideration afterwards <laughs> but look there was a binary choice here you were picking at home between oohs and ahs and woos and ahs and he went with oohs and ahs and that's fine yeah yeah i was gonna ask you sam Mm. Point Break, what do you know about it other than it's exactly, like, judging from the fact that our fan base loved it so much and overwhelmingly chose it, is there anything you can glean from what Point Break is? You're asking me some Point Break questions point blank to me now. You're just pointing at me and you're saying Point Break. What is it? Look, blankety blank, big break, (laughs) point blank, point break. (laughs) I know it's got a good friend, Keanu Reeves, in it. I know that. <laughs> He's a recurring character on The Swirl. I think he has shown up in The, the Swill as well, possibly. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure about so. that. I can't Thanks. remember now. Uh, we, we've also got uh, Gary Busey back in the oh, help as we? well. Uh, we okay. do indeed. Uh, uh, again, moving very much into kind of those Seagal JCVD waters we found ourselves in frequently, it feels like. Because aside from that core duo, now I know about Busey. I didn't know anyone else who was in it. Now, I have a question, and I, I already know... I already know asking it that it's stupid and it's one of those like, oh, how does Sam... But it's point break a tennis thing. Is that a tennis term? Is this tennis? Okay, look, I'm only (laughs) going to answer you now and anything, listen, this next bit, just if I'm talking about tennis, just assume Mario is in front of it and then brackets N64. Yeah. Okay, because that's specifically my knowledge of tennis comes from that. And that is all I can give you. So your question was, there a thing called point, point break. break? In those games, you, you imagine a little voice going, point break. And you'd, you'd think that's a thing, right? And it came well, up on look, screen. Sam, no one knows more about tennis, remember the caveat, uh, yeah. than me, Kevin Mahan, mm. the podcaster and tennis caveat expert and lover. And there is no such thing as a point break. Okay. There is, however, something called a break point. That's a thing. Break point. In my caveated opinion. Mario. Yes. Yes. Mario experience of tennis. Yeah. And like, I don't really want to acknowledge the other world of tennis, if I'm no. quite honest, because no. I feel like. I've got my expertise. I feel comfortable there. I'm going to stick yeah. to what I know, Sam. So I'm going to confidently say, no, there's no, no. no. Okay. No. In that case, I'm not really sure what's going on here. I'm aware of the Hot Fuzz connection. What's the Hot Fuzz connection? Because you've seen, I assume, the movie Hot Fuzz. I, I'm pretty sure you and I have watched it together at one point. I think know. we have, yeah. Cloudy afternoon. Controversially, I like Hot Fuzz a lot. 
I don't love it as much as everyone else seems to. And I think compared to maybe Shaun of the Dead, it's not... I don't know. I probably, I, I've not watched it for a while, you know, because I haven't switched over to ITV2 in any day of any time oh, of any week. Oh, he's shooting straight fire from his mouth into a podcasting microphone. But I'm sort of aware of the thing of Nick Frost's character wanting to watch all these old action movies, watching Point Break, bang, 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 shooting into the sky. I think Keanu Reeves' character, and then that's... Yeah emulated okay. later so i know there's guns and there's action do you feel because it's interesting you say that i when hot fuzz came out i didn't like it at all in the cinema i didn't rank mm. it whatsoever i thought it was like man and i was the biggest Shaun of the dead fan in the world yeah and in more recent years i think my last time i watched it was like last year and before then i watched it like you know a year or two prior and both times i was absolutely like oh what what was wrong with me this is like obviously my exact film i think i was maybe initially comparing it too much to spaced and Shaun of the dead and all that and it's it is, it is a lot like those, but it's very much its yeah. own little thing. It's a love letter to a more specific genre, albeit one that you probably, I would say, would want to check out Hot Fuzz again after today's okay. movie du jour, Point yep. Break. We're skirting around the issue here, though. Okay. I asked you what you reckon it's about, and you told me Hot Fuzz shooting a gun in the air, and then you <laughs> started talking about tennis. <laughs> yeah. And there's been like loads of other Mario games since then, so I don't even know what okay. your problem is. What, what what do you reckon the plot of the movie is? Okay, so to dodge your question entirely. Oh my god! I know that Swayze is like handsome leading man, right? Good looking okay. guy. That's what people love him for in terms of like dirty dancing. I assume that's what my mum loves him for in Ghost, right? He's like a you know hot, sexy leading man. Where does your mum rate Point Break? <laughs> I told her I was doing it, and she went, "Oh, it's very good." Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 baby. Yeah. I think it came out like the year before I was born, Point Break, I think. But. And then it should be now when Sam Chapman was around, it'd be more like the, the point of breaking. Oh, shit. No. Never mind. No. So, right. Swayze, handsome man. Like, okay. Good guy. I assume yeah. he's the goodie. I assume okay. Keanu Reeves is like young sidekick. And now you've mentioned Busey, yeah. who. I only know of as a man who uh, sort of looks scary and is weird. <laughs> what did we have him in? I don't, have we had him in something? I swore we've had him in something mm, now. I feel like he's been mentioned. He might have been in a swell thing. I remember sw- vaguely doing a Gary Busey impression at some point okay. in some movie. Is he in one of the Arnie things? No, maybe. Wherever it was, it was behind a paywall, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> So Busey, I'm assuming, is... Look, it's an action film, so I'm guessing there's going to be a big bad and there's going to be two good guys, probably cops, you know. Cops! Keanu's a rookie, Swayze's the slightly older, experienced guy, and Busey's this mad cunt just (laughs) running around fucking everything up being scary. That's my guess. But I don't really know any plot... Because I had the tennis thing in mind. You thought originally it might be a tennis situation. What, the plot involves tennis? I don't know what point break means. Have you seen the cover? Because you, you put together the pole image. I'm assuming you've seen the, the, the movie poster. Now, right, I'm not playing dumb here. I do try and sort of not pay too much attention to these posters Fair anymore because they give things away. I, I are saw, there any shapes or images that come to mind? I saw Big Keanu. I saw Big Swayze with nice hair and uh, I left it at that. So... Maybe I haven't paid enough attention to it to know what it is, but I, I thought I kind of knew it wasn't tennis. But then I'm like, I don't know what. What does point point break 
point break. Is it a snooker thing? It no, could be a snooker thing. Big break. That's big break. I can't in good conscience that you go into this movie expecting <laughs> you're going to see some sort of a snooker action adventure, which, I, look, I got, I'm as mad as the rest of you that we're not sitting yeah. down to watch that, like, or it's not yet been made, you know? Hollywood, come on, get off it. Let's get the snooker movies out there, you know? But I know the shooting, I know there's action. I'm guessing Busey's bad. I'm guessing Keanu's good. I'm guessing Swayze's really good because he's Patrick Swayze. You're kind of going to think Swayze's going to be kind of the elder statesman and all that. Like, do you know much about Patrick Swayze? Have you seen him in anything before? Not really that I can think of. I know he's sadly no longer with us and that yeah. was very sad. I sort of seem to remember him being in some sort of cop drama on Sky not long before he died. Uh, okay. I can't remember what that was called. But I just know him as like the dirty dancing guy, the ghost guy, much like Kevin Costner. One of those handsome men from films that my mum likes. <laughs> right, so he's a stalwart of the, the 80s and early 90s, basically. You know, I know him what, mostly what through the lens here. of my mum talking about film stars. I do want you to keep your mum's enjoyment of Swayze in the back of your mind as okay. we're watching Point Break. Swayze's yeah. always been interesting for me because he was something that like was referenced in a lot of stuff I watched when I was like a teenager and a young adult. Yeah. And I was aware of him through stuff like Squidbillies and Trailer Park Boys long before I watched, you know, other than Point Break. Yeah. <laughs> long before I watched any other Patrick Swayze movies. And he is probably one of the most accepted torsos that we'll see right in cinema swirl that being said this ain't dirty dancing and no. i'm not sure to what a lens we can ogle mr swayze in this movie so okay you know i i mean just thinking now like you know last time i watched point break i watched it for my birthday last year i watched it with a big pepperoni pizza oh yeah some really nice beers and it was for my birthday, so, you know, it was a, the perfect combination. You like Point Break. Sam, I picked it to watch my sp birthday special movie. birthday pizza nice. Okay. And I watched a lot of goddamn movies, you know? Yeah. So if I had to pick a lot, I picked one that I knew I would have a good time. But I don't know mm. if you and I necessarily are, can hold a mirror up to what I like and what you like. There's similarities for sure. We've had our differences, RE films in the past. We've had our disagreements, as they're also known. <laughs> so I, d I don't know. I, but I've, I've fared pretty well with some action things in the past. And I know this is action. So this is a Richard Bacon's Pizza and Beer Club type movie. You know, this is a real... <laughs> that's, that's niche. That's niche. But get a big pizza, have some beers, watch Point Break. It's one of those sorts of films. Right. Yeah, and that often tends to be what our fan base seems to want to vote often for those types of movies because I think in their minds, those are great movies for someone to show someone and they're great ones to enjoy together because they okay. probably have very fond memories. It's not just because you like action askew all other genres. I'm yeah. telling myself that's not the case. Should I pop a frozen pizza in the oven and crack open a cold one, even though I'm technically on the clock, uh, yeah. to check out this movie, do you reckon? Or is it... Uh, uh, you know what? I'd say there's worse ideas, Sam. Okay. You know? yeah. It's certainly not a tea and biscuits movie. <laughs> 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 no no disrespect to the Tetley men and women out there, you know? That kind of helps my understanding of what this is. Yes. It's beer and pizza. And what's just happened there now is mm. I had a really lovely little segue to go into the mailbag, but I realised you haven't yet figured out what the term point break means, and I would oh. absolutely be doing us all a disservice if I went with the pun. So, okay. do you want to do the, do do the <laughs> mailbag? 
we'll try and remember afterwards and we can come back and say i'll say kevin what was your point break pun for the mailbag it wasn't a pun it was more of just like a it fit you know it that, that all was right. all it was it was a fishing phrase let's bounce the mailbag up and down and then serve it across the court with my racket here's the mailbag welcome to the hit, hit the get the music coming it's- mario number one <laughs> Welcome to the mailbag. As always, you can send in your questions, <laughs> queries, comments, anything else into cinemaswirl at gmail.com. That's cinemaswirl at gmail.com. Our first question here comes in via that very same email address from Thomas, who writes, Dear Sam slash Kevin, hope all is well with you fine gents. Thank you, Thomas. We're doing all right. Doing good. Is there any film you'd like to see with a soundtrack remix and from whom? Or alternatively, would you like to see a different film soundtrack mixed into a classic film to shake it up? Thomas writes that he had this thought when he saw John Carpenter had remixed a Church's song. Church's? You know Church's with the V in it? Church's? God, guys, screwing up the whole game with that name. Come on. Right. Has someone had a word? Quick tangent, Thomas. I will come back to your question. We need to sort out what a V in a contemporary band name actually means. Because it can be a U, it can be part of a W, or it can just be a V. The band Waves, the band Always, and the band Churches use Vs differently, and I don't understand why. And it also, sometimes they can do a reflection on top of the V and make it look like it's a diamond. And then I don't know what to fucking think. Oh, God. That's basically an O that's been stretched out. Anyway, John. John Carpenter has remixed a Church's song and Thomas was thinking about what else he could remix with a nice synth-heavy remastering. Keep up the splendid work, Thomas. Remixing soundtracks. Remixing. Play around. I am making DJ fingers with my Mm. hands right now. I mean, there's the easy answer to this. I'm pretty sure I brought it up before, but way back a couple of years ago, me and Joe, the intern, saw like a live music and Foley and voiceover of the classic Little Shop of Horrors movie. So it was like a three-piece band, and they did all the voices, all the sound effects, and all the music, and all the score, all at once, while the movie played, and they did it Mm. all in perfect time. And it was the most intense fucking 90 minutes I've ever seen. (laughs) And literally, doing that with any fucking movie is gold as far as i'm concerned but if i have to pick something i'm gonna go with someone doing classical music version of the movie drive and you have to take all those songs and turn them into strings yeah Yeah, there you go and it will make the movie 11 percent sadder (laughs) i think just throw some new metal into a wes anderson film the bit of limp biscuit in there we should go for the fast and the furious they had the dial on like two new metal eight of like of edm let's just go a full new metal metal. version of fast and the furious yeah ladies and gentlemen get pod in there come on Ah, get him in there get father roach in there Well, I'm sure there's we could fill it out, you know, come on. Yeah. How many new metal bands are there? There's literally <laughs> dozens. Thank you, Thomas, for your question. Next question comes in from Neil. Now, this is addressed, I think, mainly to me. Hi, Kevin and Sam. I mean, it, it's addressed to you as well. Currently working my way through the podcast <laughs> brackets 
listening to the Blues Brothers episode. Long-time listener, first-time question writer? Anyways, in the last couple of episodes, Sam has mentioned he works in the cinema. I don't anymore, but I did in the past. Can I just mention there, I don't know when yeah. I'll ever get a chance to say this, but he mentioned listening to the Blues Brothers episode there, and I had recently just been to Blackpool. Right. There is a hotel on Blackpool between the South and Central Pier. I believe it's no longer in business called the Funky Arms or whatever, and it's got okay. like jazzy, cartoony font. And it's different from all the other hotels in that in the front of it, there are giant cartoon Perspex versions of the Blues Brothers. Yeah. And one is sat down on a couch. The other one is like kind of mid-jive doing a bit of dance and stood up. And like we walked past and thought, that's kind of funny. And then at nighttime, after the illuminations were turned off, I was walking back to my hotel and mm. I looked in to the Funky Arms and they were still sat there. <laughs> funky Arms? <laughs> casting long suspicious oh, shadows and ugh. genuinely i've got a, i'm not scared of them you're scared of them. i'm not scared of them but the blues brothers does give me a bit of pause now that it didn't oh, yeah, previously yeah. do that sounds like a real blabrosk horror doesn't it it's it real, is very yeah. blabrosk in its own way yes so that's where uh, neil's up to in the podcast sam eventually works at a cinema which i don't now but I, I did at the time now fair enough he said he doesn't work in the screens bit so presumably just tickets or snacks but how in the blue hell did he get that job with his film knowledge in the job interview did he do a seductive fan dance uh, all right so but, but look. so he's basically asking you how do you climb the slippery pole of cinema retail yeah. management i think i just need to clarify something this was not an art house cinema this was a big chain and let me tell you to work in a cinema you don't need to know about films the most i've ever been asked in any kind of formal managerial capacity it was in my interview and it's what's your favorite film and can you describe why you like it now i said uh, the royal tenenbaums because i am who i am and i described it oh sorry i thought you said and i like it because i am, who I, am, I am. who I am and, and then i on, left the interview gave me the job an hour later they rang me on up. the spot yeah, yeah yeah none of this constitutes actual career advice no you should not listen to these two bad men uh, well yeah maybe you should know a bit about films but like, no one's come into the people at, at you know a chain cinema for actual movie knowledge i wasn't required to know about films so i just wanted to, i just felt i wanted to clear that up thank you neil for the question as, as to why in the hell did i get the job that i had back then he's wanting to know how you got into the screens what you say right well no i did i i was just taking you were tickets. never a projectionist or anything like no, that no no and even then you don't need to know about films you just need to know how to make a film go on a screen right i mean i would say you'd be more your projector knowledge of yeah, which you yeah, know yeah. if that is a specialist knowledge i would say so you read up on projectors and you can knock their socks off more important for me was knowledge of till systems ticketing transactions that kind of thing how to process a refund oh <laughs> i mean the only advice i could give you is that less people know what an overhead projector is these days than you'd think and mm. a lot of people flat out don't know what they are at all so if you are trying to go for the projector specialist angle although that being said very few movies are shown on overhead projector these days that is a dying art form unfortunately kevin would you say that for a lot of people it goes completely over their head you know because it's a uh, it's completely over overhead overhead it goes overhead it's very good now it's very very transparent to me what you're trying to do there sam and again because a laminate would go on it and um <laughs> I had a lecture in university who had a special one. It was a scroll laminate that he had to move with a little wheel to make it move. And he yeah. would rest his forearm on the front <laughs> of it. So he spends like an hour writing something and then he'd turn it and you just get this big long smear projected for everyone to see. And then he'd lick his fingers and he'd start again. <laughs> 
he'd literally fucking lick his hands like a fucking Irish mammy and a child, a bowled <laughs> child covered in fucking ice cream and making a fucking show of me wiping it off. <laughs> you do that and you get to see the big scary shadow of his thumb going... My... <laughs> <laughs> What's that stuff called? What is it? Acetate. No, acetate. What's it? Yeah. Acetate. My only, I think I may have touched on this before, actually, but my only memory, like my funny memory in my life of, uh, of those things and overhead projectors. I was a little Protestant boy going to school, <laughs> singing hymns in the morning. <laughs> and that's the admitted way! <laughs> we'd have hymns and we'd have the lyrics up on the overhead projector. And there was one, I can't really remember how it goes, but I think there was a line which was like, burn, spirit, burn. Fill the with... The Father's Glory, or something like that. Oh, them Protestant anyway. hymns, like a fucking Abba song, Jesus. But this, <laughs> but this was written by someone by hand with one of those little pens that you can write an acetate with. And the R and the N of burn ran into each other. So there was oh, a bit in bum. it where... I, I, bum, spirit, bum. And that <laughs> always made me laugh as a little kid. It still makes me laugh now. <laughs> and sometimes I would sing it for a laugh to myself, just quietly. Bum, spirit, bum. Well, anyway, Neil, I hope that answers your question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, final question here comes in. Thank you, Neil. Comes in from Shannon. Now, Shannon said some, some lovely stuff about the show, getting Shannon through some tough times. So thank you so much, Shannon. We appreciate you listening. I'm glad it could help in some way at all. Did we make this show for tough times? Yeah. This show is for tough times and tough people. And Shannon, a short-time listener, first-time emailer, writes, I was curious to know if you'd consider doing any documentaries on Cinema Swirl. Uh, maybe something more mainstream like anything by Michael Moore, or perhaps a bit more highbrow like The Act of Killing or Icarus. Oh, I mean, like... Very yeah. selfishly, I'd love to because like a lot of Michael Moore's movies, mm. I was shown Bowling for Columbine when I was like you know twelve years old in yeah, school. I think I, I've, I've seen it. As I, well. I don't want to say it radicalized me, but it filled me full of piss and vinegar. Right. And then yeah, yeah. Fahrenheit nine eleven. I remember being a furious fifteen year old watching that movie. Like, oh, fucking bush. livid! Yeah, yeah. And then he hits a golf ball. He literally mm. he hit, he said a thing and then he hit a golf ball. <laughs> Stop! No, don't. Do that, Bush. And selfishly, I would love to do that. That being said, I'm not mm. sure how going through a documentary from like nearly 20 years ago. Yeah. I'm interested in it. There's a lot of documentaries that I adore, like Spellbound and stuff like that. Mm. Or like even you know, mockumentaries we could probably extend that, that into. Have you seen yeah. Spinal Tap? I know that's sure what we're being asked here. But no. No, I haven't. I like a mockumentary documentary spinoff could potentially have legs but i need some good suggestions for documentaries because i worry if we go about something political from like 20 yeah. years ago i don't want it to become a tedious like well this hasn't aged particularly <laughs> well in the current climate yeah even though i've got lots to say about colin powell and tricky donald rumsfeld or the rest of that gang of thieves well <laughs> The last part of Shannon's email is something that I agree with. So I struggle with films sometimes, but find documentaries are able to hold my attention more. Mm. I often find that to be the case, that, you know, a, a non-fiction piece really grabs me a bit more than a, Particularly than a fiction film. if you're going for a limited six-part series or whatever... Oh, you know, yeah, I yeah. find that very hard to invest in if it's drama sometimes or comedy. It's even. all fucking made up, mate, you know? Whereas <laughs> if it's real. 
I mean, you no, know, it's uh, real. McMillions, that leggings yeah. multi-level marketing scam documentary. Yeah. There's there's loads of bangers out there, and I, and I I agree. I I'm a big fan of like it's one of my favorite genres. I went to a documentary mm. film festival one year, and Jesus Christ, I had a great old time. I love a documentary. Yeah. A lovingly made documentary about a very obscure subject like that I know nothing about is one of my yeah. favorite things in the world. That being said, I'm not sure how many blockbuster documentaries there are out there, like mm. March the Penguins, Michael Moore stuff. Fucking supersize I mean, me, which I have seen. If you are a fellow doc freak like us and you wanted us to, to do a special episode and you yeah. can think of some big heavy airs genuine blockbusters I don't know if watching An Inconvenient Truth with Sam would be any fun quite <laughs> frankly when I tried to show to my biology class I was like whoa this shit's out of date now like you know <laughs> yeah but so not ruling them out no. I think that might be an interesting curveball later down the line but it's going to be uh, hard to pick what to go with throw yeah. us a, a bone bracket documentary suggestion in the old cinemaswirl at gmail.com if you feel strongly that's cinemaswirl at gmail.com or at cinemaswirl on twitter or just facebook.com slash cinemaswirl aka fka the socials and i think that just about wraps it up for the mailbag so let's tie that up pop that over here and all right there's another thing i was going to say and i'm not going to say it yeah oh then another he doesn't know the thing okay. so um are you ready for some action sam yes and i'm curious about swayze i think this might be the first full patrick swayze thing i've ever seen so yeah curious excited full swayze full action no spoilers let's go do a cinema swirl Surf's up, dude, because it was only bloody point break, Sam. Initial God reaction to the Patrick Swayze, Keanu Reeves, surf crime caper. Cowabunga. Cowabunga, dude. Tubular. Huh? Radical? Tubes. It's like your skateboard that you like but it's on the water so it yes. is and i thought yeah, yeah, there would yeah, yeah. be some crossover appeal like when they had that you know tony hawks had pro skater come out and then they had like johnny mcnamara's bmx and and <laughs> tony maloney's surfing i thought yeah, these yeah. will be just as popular a franchise because it's basically the same thing i can enjoy board based extreme sports when i see him oh i'm sam and i want skate five i'm kevin and i want surf one yeah <laughs> I think you need to talk to Kelly Slater, all right? Oh, and... that's the, the, the name, <laughs> the big name. Kelly Slater. What a fucking new metal name that is. <laughs> Kelly, uh, Kelly Slater on Vox. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure if I actually got your initial gut reaction there or not. From the, That was Cowabunga Dude, was the initial. Cowabunga. Yeah, initial gut reaction. Dude, Cowabunga. Now, you mentioned you had some wordplay. Yes. That you didn't want to tell me because it would be a spoiler. I'm happy to hear the wordplay now now that i understand well before we were going to do let's go do a cinema swirl yeah i was going to say surf's up let's go do a cinema swirl and i <laughs> okay. and i thought whoa like he doesn't know anything what i'm talking about there 
He's like, that ain't, that ain't no tennis. What sort of Mario tennis you've been playing? What levels have you unlocked okay. on master mode? And when the mailbag was going to come in, mm-hmm. hang on it now because everything I do is written down, you see. So okay. hang on. Yeah, yeah. Check the script. Cowabungus that mailbag there, will you now? <laughs> and we were, go- and you would be like, hang on a second. <laughs> I know it would, have been that, it would have been that laugh, and then I would have said "wipe out." <laughs> right, I'll edit that back in. Uh, <laughs> well, there we go. I see. I had no idea about the surfing theme, but I now sort of get. It. I still don't really know what a point break is. So a point break, I think, is is literally the point where the the wave hits the coast and you can have all different right. kinds. There's like reef breaks. I was looking yeah. up, you can have a shipwreck break, which sounds like you'd be a near last level on surf one. Like, yeah. you know, I'm just, I'm just saying like I go day one DLC personally, these board based gamers are fucking suckers, man. We could milk <laughs> them for every penny. They're worth. <laughs> well, cause I'm in my thirties. I'm familiar with joint ache, but point break. I was a little <laughs> bit like, uh, I'm not so sure, but now I kind of get the idea of it. So yeah, surfing before the swirl. If you knew what the, you know, because they've got slick back hair because it's wet and I knew it could have been like yeah. they could have been having a shower or whatnot or very heavy condensation I yeah. didn't know if you would glean for not it was a surfing movie from the image that you had briefly seen so yeah. I was going to ask you if you knew in the pre-swirl but I'll ask you now that you do in the post-swirl surfing eh what's that all about have you ever have you ever <laughs> have you ever surfed <laughs> what's the deal with that have you ever ripped the Nottingham waves no I haven't uh, nor have I been down to Skeggy on my board I've never tried surfing. I've never been particularly motivated to try it. But I mean, the lifestyle does look pretty cool. You know, I like the idea of... The lifestyle now, from judging from this movie, it can encompass any number of things. The best of the surfers in this are basically straight-up robbers and murderers, and there's neo-Nazi surfers as well. Jeez, you wouldn't have thought that now, huh? No. So it's a bit complicated there, but the idea that nature's half-pipe, the waves, (laughs) would be available... Is pretty cool, you know. I like that. Is there like a wave equivalent of a grind pole? You know, the special poles oh, they yeah, put yeah, in yeah. skate parks where yeah, sparks yeah. come out of them. Like, is it kind of like a length of kelp or something like that? <laughs> or like barnacles that have aligned in a pattern of sorts, or a particularly dead long coral shark or something? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, down in Australia, it would be the dead corals, wouldn't it? Like, right, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the reefs that they've not maintained over there. I don't know if it all fully translates between skateboarding and surfing, but hey, there's a lot of overlap, so I, I was excited. I felt like I was ready here to bury surfing culture because in Galway, I would come across surfers now and then, and they'd be like, they'd all sit around outside in a smoking area wearing wetsuits, being loud and smoking cigarettes and I never liked that and I thought well after the bank robbing murdering and the Nazis and all that and this one I thought I somehow felt like I was being more petty than I already (laughs) was so I'm not even going to go there but seriously one sandwich between five surfers come on now you guys are taking the mick here now our opening shot was on water where the game was given away this movie's all about water polo in Mm -hmm. the sea it's really (laughs) challenging for the horses they really have to (laughs) Fucking gallop, man, to get over that shit. <laughs> and hey, Catherine Bigelow, I know of her. 
I, yeah. She's a famous director. Did The Hurt Locker, amongst yeah. others. Yeah, it's nice to see a female director of action movies here on The Swirl. That's, uh, I yes. think I like the titles, the kind of overlapping titles and the big clunk as they come in. They were kind of ah. surfing into view yeah. almost. Yeah. Like. I love the motion of it all. Admittedly, <laughs> we don't know a lot about surfing, so the no. speed in which they were coming, I'm like, well, maybe there's a bit of surfing where it's slow, where you, you paddle around a little bit. I think when you're surfing, you go from one side to the other side. When you're shooting at a shooting range and there's a moving target, it goes from one side to the other side. And the titles were following and we were cutting between those two scenes. It's lovely use of motion, really, you know, engaged me straight away, got me immersed. On one side, we had some guy being radical, catching tubular waves. On the other side, we had a guy who was for some reason using a shotgun at a very close range target but yeah <laughs> yeah i'm not sure what skill you're demonstrating there keanu but look we got the two sides of the same coin here we got yeah. literally surfing and turfing <laughs> keanu's on the turfing side and do- doesn't he look young here he-, he must be still quite fresh off the bill and ted days he's still kind of a, a fresh-faced damp boy 91 so i would have believed okay. this would have been one of his first big kind of action roles because i think you know speed which we had the keanu vote before that was mm. i think mid 90s that was like 94 95 okay. at least so yeah. yeah this was definitely fresh-faced young babe and young notable man. is that which is why he gets underneath he's not top billing swayze's on the top of the billboard on this bad boy and yeah. the credits respect your elders even though i'd argue keanu's you know the main star here you could argue he's the main one here and with a name, a main name like Johnny Utah, which is such a wrestling name. My God. This film is set in America, and that's how you can tell, because the main character's name is Johnny Utah. Johnny Utah. How about Tom Texas? That should be a good name now for... Sure there, Tom Texas now. 15 hands high he is. Here comes Ian Alaska. Uh, Johnny Utah, you love it. Speaking of Johns that we recognise, John C. McGinley making another appearance. He's been all over Swill and Swell. He was, yeah. He was yeah. most recently, I believe, in... <laughs> you, you, you wouldn't know because he played a man of a thousand voices in the movie, but he was on uh, on Deadly Ground, I believe, was our yeah, Seagal. Yeah. When Seagal lost the vote to JCVD, he got relegated behind a paywall, and we did have a lot of fun talking about that over on the cinema Swill. But I like that McGinley now has shown up enough times in action movies mm. on the swirl and the swill that my immediate reaction was McGinley you son of a bitch <laughs> and I could have worked if he was any sort of a character but he's a tightly wound chief yes he's tightly wound he's hard nosed and dare I say it, he's top brass oh <laughs> He's coming in, he's laying down the law, saying, you know, so Johnny Utah's this kind of quarterback guy, young guy coming into the FBI. A real blue flame, Sam, is what he is. <laughs> he's been brought onto the main roster, and he's the older statesman, a bit like, oh, we, we don't like you. He's saying, you don't know nothing, and if you knew that you didn't know anything, that would be something, but you don't know that you know nothing, so you don't know anything. So you don't, there's nothing that you know because you don't know anything, and if you knew something, you'd know that you didn't know anything. That's so that's shown him that really sounds like a Limp Bizkit breakdown from a kind of a later <laughs> album like you don't know nothing about nothing no me no no nothing about no nothing see 
I like as well that McGinley can play the loose cannon or mm. the tightly wound top brass. I do enjoy yeah. that a lot. <laughs> I thought you were going to say the loose cannon or the tight cannon. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, he, he played loose cannon for St. Jared's, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Now, I, I like as well that he's got still the little bit of sass to him where you just look young, dumb and full of cum. There's a little uh. bit of intensity there that I didn't yeah. enjoy, but I enjoyed nonetheless. This film's very good at just establishing who our characters are quite quickly and John C. McGinley is a right bastard, an annoying boss, bad boss, mean boss. Because he expects results, Sam, and he doesn't do it by any of that seat of your pants, blue flame, iron butt, blabrosk bullshit that they what do does down in the academy. What blue flame mean, by the way? What is that? I, I think blue flame means that you're like, you're the hot new thing and you're right. burning brighter than anyone else. But like, you know, you may be a little bit, a uh, little bit uncontrollable. Maybe, you know, you uh, don't okay. know how the business runs just about yet. The business of the Federal Bureau of Investigating Business. And he's like, we don't do anything here. No one drinks. No one smokes no one even drinks coffee and he's like well i don't even have chicken skin on my chicken breast sir and he's like well that's all right i, I you know what honestly yeah i thought the imposed sobriety upon everyone in the fbi was weird but if you had to choose and i don't know about you but for me yeah if i had to do like loads of drugs or i can do chicken skin i would like choose a life where i can have chicken skin that is chi- like <laughs> All right, like, we can all get around elements of all that, but the chicken skin, man, come on. What the hell? That's fucking weird, dude. It's the new daddy or chips. Loads of drugs or chicken skin. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like, come on. What are you giving up for Lent this year? Loads of drugs? Yeah, okay. You're giving up chicken skin? What the fuck, man? That's gone too far. It's the best bit. It's the best bit. (laughs) Oh. Hey, how the FBI solve crimes is they crunch data. All right, they're crunching that data. They're cr- crunching it. When you push enough pencils, Sam, it, it creates a data crunch. It crunches yes. up the numbers, you see. Now, little surprise for me is that Mr. Gary Busey, <laughs> he's in the FBI too. He's not a baddie. Oh. He's a goodie. He's now, a good guy. answer me this. Yeah. Did you buy him as a goodie or were you expecting him to reveal himself to be the actual insane <laughs> baddie of all, like, all along? Did you expect him to be the baddie? A little bit at first. I thought he might have a bad bone in his body. But quite quickly, <laughs> I was on board with him being the good guy. And I was kind of like, I liked the little buddy dynamic between yes. these two that happens pretty quickly. He's an oddball. He's a kook. And it works well for him to be the kind of the elder guy when the youngster is not actually a loose cannon. All the youngster is pretty much by the books. But what you yep. didn't notice, folks at home, was that Catherine Bigelow left the cameras running a little bit early. And you got to see the special preparation they had for the actor where Gary has to pick up his special Busey bricks before before he's allowed to go on set. <laughs> I mean, he, he as an FBI guy is like, why am I going to be blindfolded picking up bricks off the floor of a swimming pool? What's going on there? I'd literally die if you did that to me. I'd be, and, and I can swim, like, but I just, <laughs> you blindfold me underwater and I have to pick up a brick. No, that's it. I'm done. I'm a goner. The idea of being blindfolded underwater is something I've never thought about before and is actually quite horrible. Even though, as a spectacles wearer, Sam, yeah. surely you're used to being more than a bit half blind underwater because, you know, I can't see diddly-boo and I'm not going to get no sort of underwater glasses like uh, right, yeah. <laughs> an upgrade or some shit that I need late game. I can still see a little bit minus the old specs. So maybe I'm not used to kind of blurry underwater nonsense in the same way that you are. You've not lived until you've had a headache underwater is all I'm saying. <laughs> an ocular migraine underwater mm. <laughs> lovely stuff and hey look the action don't stop it's a bank robbery time here we go we've got these lads in the president masks this is real classic 
all bank robberies look the same. I'm going to say it now. All bank really? robberies. Look, no, not in a bad way. I like the look of it. Yeah. You see so many bank robberies and they always feel kind of the same. You know, they kind of get down on the ground. Ladies and gentlemen, we are the bank robbers and don't fucking move. Get the money then, out of the thing. And then the yeah. Joker comes out sometimes. <laughs> And you didn't see that coming. And that that's well, this, the one way you can do it differently. This was a bit reminiscent of that, you know, Dark Knight first scene. Because yeah. you've got all these lads in mass running around robbing a bank. So maybe there's a little bit of influence there. I mean, this is definitely considered to be like, you know, I don't know, Heat came out a couple of years later. I think that really is, that's the gold standard. And it feels like that's the type of bank robbing scene that has been imitated in not just movies, but video games, like particularly in the last yeah. 10, 15 years, a load. But I think the main kind of iconic thing about this, at least it's something I remember from my first watched this and if i see references to this movie it was very often it was the president's gang and the mass of the dead presidents and particularly how fucking creepy all of them look particularly mm. the ronald reagan one which in 1991 yeah. had extra meaning but i don't know maybe we should keep our ears and eyes open because in the uk there could be a gang of people who knock over <laughs> you know building societies dressed up as like david cameron and Theresa may and gordon brown like god lethargic despicable bank robbers <laughs> I mean, that would be very funny, though. And then Nick Clegg is meant to be the wheel man. And we get in and said, hey, man, Clegster, there's no goddamn gas in the car. And it turns, he says, I know, in spite of the fact that I promised that there would be, <laughs> there would be gas in, the tank. Gas in this there car, in spite of my insistence. And the ad I did before the raid, where I was walking down Westminster and loads of cans of petrol were flowing down past me. <laughs> I still didn't gas up the Volvo for the heist. I'm sorry, guys. And Davey's like, oh, lads, I know I've outed him. I'm sorry. I'm so I don't know. Yeah. He said he was good, but I'm sorry. They're all doing their little president impressions as well. They're all doing the voices. They're like, I am not a crook, which I know mostly from, I think, The Simpsons. And I liked as well, yeah. they gave in extra little bits as well. Like, you'd have, I'm not a crook if you just know Nixon from Futurama and The Simpsons and, and yeah. whatnot. But, like, then he's like, oh, fiscal deregulation. I'm like, yay, I read a book of essays about presidents last year, and I feel that there's something for me as well. Something, something for, for everyone. You something know, for everyone. Everyone. One guy gets his bare bum out with the words thank you on it. Sam, look, let's get in some dirty president chat here because Lyndon Johnson's got no business being in that lineup. Am I right? LBJ, get out of here, you fucking caretaker. Am I right? You might as well have Gerald Ford robbing the bank, you know? Jesus, now stop. Oh, and also, Ronald Reagan has got big Joker energy, I will say. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Patrick Swayze, dressed as Ronald Reagan, has more Joker energy than the actual Joker in Suicide Squad. There. True. I don't think anyone would argue with that. Now, our two main lads, Keanu and Busey, they're back at the base analysing the tapes, talking about this stuff. These ex-presidents, they don't go for the vault. They don't want to waste time in the vault. That's a key thing. They get in, they get out. 90 seconds, petty cash only, in the drawers. Yes. And in fairness, if you are just storing your cash in your trousers like that, you don't deserve... <laughs> It's not secure. Oh, he had it in his fucking drawers. He had it in his ridiculous <laughs> fool. Are they retrieving a drop car or something like that? They're going to investigate a drop car. They swap over the cars and Busey's yeah. like, I've looked at every car they've ever done. He doesn't want to look at it. And he's all kind of ornery about it. And yeah. even though I've seen this movie like five times or whatever, I was like, oh, it's because he's in on it. Busey is, he's one of the vice. <laughs> he, no, what it is, is Busey, that's not it's his face. That's a vice president's mask. But because they're yeah. such obscure figures, no one's like, what? Lyndon Agnew, what? It's, what? That's not even his name, is it? No. 
No, I don't know. And Gary Busey, he's full of sound bites, you know, reminiscing on his 22 years in the force. LA's changed a lot. The air got dirty and the sex got clean. Ugh. Sorry, is he literally nostalgic for the AIDS epidemic? Like, what's his problem? I think he's nostalgic for the AIDS epidemic and clean air, I think oh, is what okay. he misses. Yeah, it, it's not... Well, he's just saying it's changed. He's not saying he misses one or the other. So. Oh, I actually, during the movie, I remembered where we had him in an episode previously. I think it was Beverly Hills Cop. Busey was in the oh, background. We had a little, okay. little background Busey. A little bit of Busey in the back. <laughs> Can't go wrong. Johnny Utah, Kiana, he's riling up Busey enough to get him to reveal his big theory. They get mad, Keanu is like, he's, no, don't get me wrong now. He is a treasure and all that jazz. And unlike other internet treasures, I don't seem to be getting sick of him, which is great, you know? That's good. Yeah, yeah. But we can all be honest now, put our hands on our heart that he's not the best at acting here because there's a few bits where he's like, you still feel alive. Come on, man. Yeah. You're not a surfer yet. What's your excuse? He was Ted, wasn't he? He's still in that kind of zone, and he's not quite grown into the Keanu that we know and love today. Uh, but it's quite nice to see the, you know, the process of Keanu growing into the actor that he is now. You know, he's it not is, quite it's there true. yet. No, he was a diamond in the rough here, Sam, is what he was. Yes, he's got the looks. He might not quite have the pizzazz that we need just yet. But when you when you got Busey, they actually balance each other out yeah, pretty well, don't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. energy level wise. <laughs> A sort of salted caramel situation <laughs> with those two. <laughs> you know, just to take the edge off. Busey's definitely the salt, sorry, the hard <laughs> crystalline structure in there. It's, that's bad for you if you have too much, like. And is in everything. It's crazy. Mm. Now, the theory that he has is that they're yeah. surfers. And the reason yes. is, is because he knows that these robberies only happen in certain months of the year. That's right. They're delicious summer burgers burglars and they only rob during those months yes and also he's been looking at the bare bum and seeing a tan line so he's like oh these must be surfers because they've got a tan they're doing it in the summer months oh i was really hoping for like a can i get a enhanced there on the visible light you know i hope they would, they would use the technology of the fbi oh, yeah. to to really get in there and they they didn't like you know blow up that ass let me have a look and see the, the <laughs> yeah. line there can i get a get a hard copy of that ass please <laughs> thank you <laughs> i want an app i want pictures of this ass in every sheriff station from here to saskatoon i really like these two's their dynamic they're drinking beers they're getting pissed and they're solving crimes and they're just trying to go through evidence and figure stuff out and they're already you know fast friends it's, it's nice and the theory actually makes sense it is it's, it works well yeah it does because yeah. like they don't do a lot of kind of establishing it's pretty much just they've got good chemistry and yeah. we go straight into it like they hint a little bit here and there that like oh there's maybe a bit more to Busey's character but there really isn't he is just like you know he's the veteran and he's there as kind of the backup character or whatnot and that's absolutely fine some Sometimes movies like this feel they need to deliver many twists and turns and Point Break does not struggle with that problem and it is for the better, Sam. Yeah, Busey's just, you know, he's emboldened by the fact that this young guy believes in him and that's what he wanted. All the other young guys in the FBI, they're like, oh, old man Busey, you're shit, mate. You're shit, you're a wanker. Oh, you're shit. Old man, go pick up some bricks in a pool, you shit. And he's like, (laughs) oh, this guy believes in me though, you know. (laughs) 
so he's excited. As someone who took up skateboarding again in his late 20s and has since kind of dipped out of it, the sequence of a, a young man, at a, well, a very young man, a little kid at a surf shop saying, oh, dude, a lot of guys are getting into surfing at your age. It's never too late, man. And Keanu being like, I'm 25. <laughs> it hit, hit particularly hard with me. Were the children being like, yeah, a lot of people are buying vans at any age these <laughs> days now. You know, a lot of people... Like, you know, it's never too late to, to download Skate 2. You know, it is available on the... <laughs> think PlayStation Now you can get us. I'm not sure. I've just felt very old when I went through my brief skateboarding phase. I felt like a very, very old man. But nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with it. A lot of people getting into it at my age, you know? Well, you know, if heaven is a half pipe, it'll be full of lots of people who are old skating. There we go. Although, if you died in a skating accident, you'd probably be less inclined to want to... You know, I mean, actually, that would be an affront of heaven if you died... I I died in a skating accident. You're telling me that heaven is literally a half pipe. Fuck off. (laughs) That's a good point, actually. Heaven is a half pipe, provided you didn't die skateboarding, because then that seems a bit cruel. They better pick up these loose threads in Skate 5, is all I'm saying, you know? <laughs> also, Keanu Reeves walking around with a full suit on, but also a surfboard <laughs> under his arm was very funny, and I thought the film was going to play out him just, like, wandering up to surface wearing a suit, but like, hey, dude, what's up? We get uh, an early wipeout from Keanu Reeves, and mm. interesting, for the surf movie, they didn't really go with the wipeout song or any classic surf song. No, it's not really surf music in here. <laughs> one time I looked up the list of all the Beach Boys songs that have the word surf in them. And one was like, right. once I got to Surf Moon, I was like, all right. <laughs> he's just, he's <laughs> okay, picking up right. <laughs> surf Burger. I want to eat a Surf Burger. Surf, surf Burger moon. you. <laughs> <laughs> Cut to Keanu. It's like, oh, the FBI is going to teach me how to surf. Gary Busey, how hard can it be? Keanu nearly fucking drowning. Wipe death. out. Wipe out. <laughs> and he's rescued by a very angry surfer lady who tells him he's got no business out here. You bloody yuppie surfing when you don't know what you're doing. Do you hear what she said about his board? His surf stick? Yeah, pig board piece of shit out of here. <laughs> Did you recognise this lady character's name is Tyler? No. She's in Orange is the New Black. She was in Tank Girl. Lori Petty, that's it. She's got that very distinctive voice. Oh, I do sort of get an Orange is the New Black reminiscence from her. Yeah, she's got like a shaved shaved grey hair and big glasses. Yes. She was a victim of gentrification. And in this movie, she is also a victim of gentrification. Is this fucking Keanu's out here. tight ass yeah. yuppies coming here <laughs> on his pig iron board? <laughs> get that out of here. Did, did you ever get shit for your board? Like when you went back skating, where people were like, oh, get that fucking hee haw board out of here. No, everyone's like, oh, dude, respect. Gnarly board, man. You got to do some ironing on that. Yeah. <laughs> And Johnny Utah, after he's nearly drowned and he's caused this lady to get very angry, he's in his car just kind of perving on her from a distance, watching Whoa, it get changed. Oh, a babe. <laughs> Some kind of dreamy, washy 80s music plays in the background. He like, just, this is, Sam, this he is stalks fine. her. That's all it is. He stalks her. And then he goes yeah. into the FBI and he's like, give me everything about this babe I just saw. <laughs> and then they do. And he's like, yeah. whoa, indecent exposure. Ling, ling, ling. Him and Busey are like, ew, ew, ew. 
man. And then the, the fucking FBI, the woman on the computer is like, heart, when he mentions indecent exposure in a moving vehicle. So they're all, you know, as bad as each other. Well, look, Sam, is they always said, if you are going to go down for a crime, at least make it a hot one. One that will make <laughs> a, a federal official go, oh, when they're, they're scanning your record. Like. But the thing that really catches his eye is, oh, both your parents died in a car wreck. Yeah. I can use this. And so off he goes to use the old, her parents died in a car crash thing. No, it's a plane wreck. Plane wreck. That was it. Yeah, yeah. This is one of these things that's just kind of a little bit by the wayside, but I know that was in the news here in the UK. A couple of years ago, there was a lot of campaigns about it that picked up a lot of mm. speed about people who had basically been for the purposes of undercover work had been, you know, just targeted by some random copper. And it's a bit fucking weird, mm. isn't it? Like, oh, Tyler doesn't... Yeah. Re- like. That's one thing about this movie we, we can say from the offset. I don't think Tyler's story hasn't got much of a wrap-up. Like, she's pretty much, you know, <laughs> she yeah. don't get much in the way of sweet satisfaction from her from her rendezvous with Johnny Utah. Not really. She has a pretty terrible time throughout all of this, I'd say. So, yeah, he comes in and is like, oh, my, my, uh, my parents died too in a car accident and uh, I wanted to do something for myself because I've been doing things for my folks, you know. I've been gonna you know I like as well? football <laughs> i like it his lie as well that he included the truth where he gets to show off about being a college football that was star a quarterback. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah no big deal you know Sneaky. and it, it fucking works and you get surf lessons from tyler so surf montage time what i can tell you now folks at home if you want to yep. know how to surf and we've condensed now a lot of surf training montage into an even shorter soundbite dragging yep. is bad because she's like, your feet's going to drag. Your arms are going to drag. Dragons. Dragons. Where? And <laughs> it's dragons. <laughs> dragons. So keep your head down. And if you see any dragons, go on the front to do a bit of a doggy paddle. You'll be grand. Yes. And the film is doing its thing again of establishing dynamics and relationships real quickly, but not where it seems like it's, you know, just breezed by and you didn't notice it happening. You do feel like, oh, these oh, guys yeah. are building up a rapport. They're becoming friends. They're becoming maybe interested in each other. And, and again, it should be pointed out with Laurie Petty here that Keanu is again surrounded by stars to help him shine yes. bright like the diamond he is, you know, albeit still very much in the rough. So we see a quick shot of, oh, it's only the man who brought the vote to the dance, the one and only Bodie, and he's bodacious, a real Mm. searcher, man. What's he searching for? I don't know, like waves and shit, I guess. (laughs) The ride, the ultimate ride. That's what he's searching for. He's searching for the ride, mate. He's searching for the ride, the Tony Hawk's ride on the uh, Xbox 360. (laughs) I want the word bodacious to come back. I think it's great. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's good I, fe- I feel good I didn't think a word could be typecast, but the word bodacious has been typecast. <laughs> it has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By people like me doing vague surfer voices at the top of their lungs at four in the morning, and it's not fair. And I think bodacious needs a fair shot. It could be used for food. It could be used for describing a nice thing, for instance. Do you have to say it in the voice? Bodacious. You have to say, oh, that's a lovely bodacious male. And I'll mm. give you bodacious now in a minute if you're not careful. <laughs> they, they see, it works in all aspects of life. Turns out, Bodie and Tyler, they've got a connection. They're sort of together. They're doing a bit, a bit of kissing. So uh, He's also standoffish because the first thing he does is go after the man's board. He's like, uh. <laughs> you call that a surfboard, dude? I'm sorry, I, I don't know why I've given Patrick Swayze a stereotypical <laughs> surfing voice, but it's like, 
dude, leave the man's board alone. Everyone's having a go at it. I think it looked like a perfectly good surfboard. Yeah, but. I thought it was grand, serviceable. It had the right shape and it had the little bit at the end of it as well, which I'm pretty sure is the most important yeah, part. That's part of it. Turns out these surfer boys led by Swayze, they love American football. They're all playing on the beach. Beach, beach football. football. I think yeah. it's, it's officially a beach ball when you do it in, in this environment. Right. And they recognise him from his college ball days, it seems, mm. and they do know of the legend of Johnny Utah. Now, the fact that they all know him doesn't seem to rattle him at all or, like, worry about his cover because he's like, yeah, I went to law school. I'm like, are you a lawyer? Uh... <laughs> doesn't even say anything. <laughs> yeah. Huh? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> It was a college football star had to go out due to a knee injury, which does come up later. Now, was it obvious to you that these guys were the bank robbers yet? Not quite, but then you kind of think from a narrative perspective, they've sort of got to be. But I was still kind of like, oh, maybe there's going to be... maybe I thought maybe Swayze was still going to be the good guy and they were going to team up to help, you know, take down the actual ex-presidents who weren't going to be surfers, but that they, it would lead them to the bad guys. You know? Were you expecting the surfers to chase the ex-presidents on surfboards? Like, Let's get out of here! <laughs> Yeah, I thought that would be the, the final. <laughs> and they just, it's like when the Joker surfed against the Batman in the 60s Batman, he just wears shorts over his suit. That's how they would all yes. be dressed. Hey, we cut back to Chief John C. McGinley, and the only uh, thing more tightly wound than the top brass's ass are his sleeves. Did you see these things? This guy was like going, he was fucking going all. The, I've seen bullies in schools who've got longer sleeves than this. Yeah, he's furious. He's cross. He's not happy about this surfboard bullshit. And they come back to him with squat, squat. Gotta get him squat. They got nothing. They got no information for him. It's as the, good as the bloody presidents squat. are doing more bloody robberies. There's more robberies happening. I was a bit pissed off. He was like, they hit two more banks. I'm like, can I? I'd love to see another bank robbery, please. I those I could yeah, have to another bank robbery. Honestly, when it comes to bank robberies, they're basically like crisps. I could have them infinitely, and I will complain oh, at one yeah, point, yeah. but I'll still have them infinitely and be very, very happy <laughs> deep down inside in my lizard soul. Beach Buseys out on the strand collecting hair for the lab and Sam I don't think anything could yeah. ruin a day at the beach quite like Gary Busey kind of going I need your hair ah, give it to me <laughs> <laughs> very creepy this is because they found a hair strand from one of the bank robberies so they know they've got a chemical on the hair yes they need to narrow down which beach has got the hair thing and in it. they had the next beach scouted and Kiana goes nice point break yeah <laughs> turns the camera says it it's great. Also, just generally speaking, the music in this movie, I really like. It's, it's, oh, yeah. it's pretty fun music. Yeah, like late 80s kind of new wavey. You got, you got some nice synth, some heavy bass. It's all very melodic yeah. stuff, but it, it very much is a score. It doesn't kind of go into straight up like, your love is a mountain or anything like that that you would have gotten into like no. some commando or whatever. So he's out on the beach looking for mm. basically a gang of tight-knit dudes and bras who might be able well. to knock over a local bank drawer. And he runs into some local local problems with the local problem sorts he really does and tell you what this is our second red hot chili peppers member to feature on a cinema <laughs> swirl we have oh Flea. give us all give us up now <laughs> will you hey <laughs> By the way, we had Flea in Big Lebowski. Yes. And I'm pretty sure Flea was Popeye as well in that remake of Popeye that we watched. <laughs> No, no, that was the late, great Robin Williams, of course. And we've got Anthony Kiedis uh, as one of these naughty surfers, one of these bad members of a surfing gang. Oh, they are 
now. So he yeah. was, uh, he did well for himself now. That's, he didn't kind of get into the character pieces. I feel like Flea has shown up in 80,000 bits and bobs I've watched over the years. Yeah, I think maybe the whole band were like, let's get into acting. And then one of them did really well and the others were like, no, let's come on, let's do, let's do more music again, Flea, before... Uh... And then Flea was like, no, acting's my thing. And then they're like, <laughs> all right, fine. It's the same reason that they all, the other one stopped playing bass guitar as well. He just had his way, you know? <laughs> Yeah, so Keanu's cornered by these mean surfers who are going to beat the fuck out of him. But Keanu puts up a good fight. (laughs) He does. His little bud gets saved by Patrick Swayze. And the Mm. only problem is that Swayze, with all these hulking, scary locals, Swayze, he's not the biggest man in the world. He's a little bit pocket-sized, is El Patrick. I think I could fit him in my breast pocket and feed him a little carrot. He is smaller than expected, but he's got the moves, kid. I'll give him that. And he lays them all out and he lets him know that these unbodacious bras, as it turns out, they're not cool surfer dudes. They're Nazi assholes. And I was like, whoa, Nazi assholes? What do you mean? And he said, they only live to get radical, which I think is an ill-defined definition of a Nazi asshole if I ever had one. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I only live to get radical, but I don't think I'm Whoa, what the fuck? (laughs) Oh! Unless I've misunderstood the definition of radical. Well, I suppose, oh, they only live to get radical in a radical extremist kind of way. Now I kind of understand it. So it's that kind of radical. In fairness, like, you should know what certain words and their pronunciations will come across. If you're a surfer dude and you say radical, I'm not thinking that you're meaning radicalism. I'm thinking that you're going, oh! Radical, dude. Th- yeah, that's yeah. not no. Yeah, like if I say ye, you know, I don't mean the Shakespearean royal ye. That's not what I'm saying. You mean it's a collective ye. Ye, yes. Like the way the plural of toothbrush is toothbree. <laughs> <laughs> toothbree or not toothbree? That is the question. <laughs> I do like that this gang of baddies are bouncing around on a jeep, just kind of hanging off it, just bouncing all over the place. I'm like, I knew at this point, they're not the fucking ex-presidents. They're just a bunch of dipshits. Yeah, yeah, they're basically me in Grand Theft Auto, which is living to be radical and driving all over the road like a fucking (laughs) arsehole. Keanu's been invited to a party by Bodhi. And Bodhi's abode. A (laughs) Bodhi. He's been invited to Bodhi's abode. And Bodhi's talking about this 50-year storm. The biggest yeah, big waves. The planet has ever seen is coming. And he's going to be there for the big now, wave. <laughs> this is like the last person you ever want to talk to at a party because he's like full of shit and he also has a point. But the two things are interwoven in a confusing manner because he's like... Yeah. <laughs> he's like the planet is like it's changing and like every 50 years is a big cycle and it's like oh what and he's like this, the, the, the storm is going to get bigger because every 50 years and he's like talking about basically unpredictable weather events being more common but then he's also talking yeah. about it being on a hundred year loop which is an arbitrary fucking bullshit thing like he mm. probably thinks that princess diana was assassinated by lizards as well no doubt but yeah i thought after this are there a subsection of real asshole surf you know, the ones who only live to get radical, who are like, yeah, yeah. climate change, unpredictable weather. Yeah, yeah. They want the big tubes in the way. Maybe. I'm just I saying, think, I bro. Yeah. <laughs> Just some real fucking shits. Whoa! I mean, these fucking dickheads are driving around in a jeep, so that's going to be using a lot of you know fossil fuels. So that's maybe it, they're part you know? of the whole thing. Yeah, they're trying to drive global warming. The lads all head off for like a, a nighttime surf. Oh god! Imagine how cold and shit that would be. Yeah, but we get some great shots of 
slow-mo nighttime surfing, which does look cool. does really look cool. Like, uh, cold cool, and also radical cool. You know? Why is it, Sam, that the more dangerous something gets, the more cool it becomes? Because surfing is dangerous. Night surfing, I imagine, is very dangerous, but also very cool. <laughs> It was very cool. It did look really cool. I washed my mouth out as well. We got straight torso from Swayze here. And he was mm. he brought everything to the dance. You know, if you came here for that, it is there. You didn't need dirty dancing. You got dirty torso here anyway. Yes. And in the <laughs> and in that freezing cold water sat on surfboards, Johnny and Tyler, they're getting they're getting pretty close to each other and uh, big smooch time. I'm going to say it. Kisses underwater, great. Kisses in salt water, overrated. Yeah. I'm not sure I've had a salt water kiss. Have you ever swallowed seawater? Yes. Imagine that. that. Imagine that, basically. (laughs) And that's not, you don't want that, like. No. Again, it looks good, but the practicalities of all of this. Yeah, because neither of them gagged. If that happened, one person would have went, well, and loads of slime would have went down them, you know? It's interesting that you're saying that, because in my notes, so so these two wake up on the beach together, and I think that's all we need to know about that. But they were washed ashore, they fell asleep, (laughs) (laughs) they're on a Hawaiian island. But, right, and look, I hope this is not going to be one of those things where it's just me, but I don't think it is. I don't like this thing where people wake up, for the first thing, they wake up and they kiss each other, and there's no issue about how gross their mouths are in the morning. Like, do you, everyone's got a gross gross mouth when you first wake up in the morning, but they're doing oh, yeah. real, you know, passionate snogging, and, and it's all great to them. But That's probably just one of those Hollywood special effects yeah like how people always have the exact change for taxis i don't think they actually did wake up on that beach i think they were already awake and they were pretending to sleep on that beach because otherwise they wouldn't have been able to kiss each other in that way it's rage day brought to you by rage shadow legends you know if you guys want us to be sponsored by rage shadow legends so we could like you know chat about that a bit let mm-hmm. us know in the comments below or email RageShadowLegends at gmail.com. Try it. Try it. See what Try happens. It. Yeah, I bet they own us. <laughs> I bet they own us. You know, I'll tell you, I was unclear as to how bad these people were because he was like Nazi assholes and then he was like they're radical yeah. livers. And I was like, are they actually Nazis? Like, how much am I hating these guys here? And then I saw the beer and Cheerios and I thought, well, Whatever ambiguity there was is, is well and truly gone now. These are baddies. These are bad guys. Beerios? No! Uh, they've got lots of guns, by the way. Lots of guns. And more important than guns, they've got a lawnmower as well, which provides most of the tension here. Uh, so be- because of like the way where they're set up and they're doing this in a suburban little cul-de-sac and there's yeah. noise and all that, they're not able to communicate to the cops around the back that the guys, over the they, they, got, they got the heat, they got fully loaded, jacked up rifles in there and all that. So it all becomes a big brouhaha, whoopsie yeah. daisy, people get killed, face off with a lawnmower. Uh, that, that's Keanu Reeves going and yeah a lot going on Busey shoots the mower which is like great I love the idea that if you shoot something whatever motor function it has just stops like you yeah. shoot a TV it goes off <laughs> video game law yeah exactly you shoot the thing it stops yeah yeah 
So much happens here. Busey shoots a guy in the head. Keanu gets beaten up by a naked woman. Anthony Kiedis from Red Hot Chili Peppers shoots himself in the foot, literally. And then the face to the lawnmower thing. That's... I hate that. Really? I hate the idea of your face going in a in a lawnmower. It's horrible. You know what the worst horrible. is? Yeah. And they didn't do it here, but if it is used sometimes in movies where there's like a helicopter blade where the face oh, starts yeah, going yeah. like... And then the tongue comes out and it's like... Oh, or, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's, that's awful no, no, no. as well. And you just think, oh, what if someone threw a little old ham in there, you know? <laughs> and that's all you can think about then. Busey <laughs> saved the day, as you mentioned. And they've accidentally busted a bust. Uh-oh. They've busted a pre-existing bust. They've... Are you telling me the bust is a bust? You wait all day for a bust and then two come along <laughs> <laughs> They've rumbled the DEA, who were in the process of doing an undercover operation on these Nazi drug-dealing, gun-shooting bastards. And what does Bright Spark, Blue Flame, Blue Chip, Straight Arrow, Johnny Utah make of this? Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) So it's confirmed that those guys are not the ex-presidents. That is confirmed. We're in Albuquerque buying crystal meth on the day of the last robbery, so it can't be then. And basically around this point in time, where a big fucking Dumbo Egypt here decides, oh, wait, maybe it's that tight-knit group of surfers who keep going on about searching for like money and, <laughs> and thrills one of them gets his ass out in the same way when they're all surfing together ah, okay. the <laughs> like, you look asshole. like you've seen a ghost and he's like oh no i've just seen a man's ass and it's all it's put all the pieces together <laughs> it's like yeah he's got a feeling about them gary Busey really he really wants two meatball sandwiches because these boys are on a sort of steakhouse waiting you for another... regret that gary you want two, two. sandwiches two meatball subs Two. He's Gary. angling for three at one point. Get out of here now. He better not be swimming for bricks anytime soon after that, because uh, you don't want to be doing that on a full stomach of meatballs. Hey, he'll be shitting bricks. He won't be swimming for them. <laughs> I really like the very, very simple shot of Keanu ordering a sandwich, and then you just kind of track slightly to the right or to the left of him, and you see the ex-president rushing into the bank behind him. It makes me wonder how many bank robberies I've missed when I've been ordering food, like right over my shoulder. Good Lord. <laughs> Gary Busey's reading the cartoons in the paper, so they miss they miss the whole thing. But they... that is my favourite thing: is Gary Busey reading the footies and be like, "Damn, that Calvin and Hobbes is funny, <laughs> <laughs> you big weirdo! <laughs> Give me them meatballs!" <laughs> Car chase time, chasing after these ex presidents. And I sorry, can I just say, yeah. Gary Busey eats them sandwiches like a big dog eating a far too small squeaky toy. He's like, "Oh, <laughs> one go, like my god." <laughs> Light squeak, one bite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Their car gets fucked, and so Keanu's got to go in pursuit on foot, and it's Keanu versus Reagan in a gas station that's on oh, fire? Oh, man, yeah, this is ah. it. Now, this is why Ronald Reagan was the successful president that he was, because mm. we all remember when we were teenagers, we all thought the coolest person was the person who could set an aerosol on fire, and that was very dangerous. And he does yeah. a next-level aerosol trick. He uses gasoline and he just sprays it around and that's Uh, why he's a two-termer basically (laughs) it's very cool do not try it but no. oh, it looks it looks cool. No, because when it's a gas tank like that, you have the option to throw it onto a fire and then run away. Go, 
and then you know lives to fight another day it's, it's a great chase there's you know dogs being booted out of the way french doors being smashed through jumping over or through fences oh i, I, I just love it you know we, we talked about this on i think god uh, true lies where just good chase action nothing yeah, yeah. fancy here uh, they're not trying to yeah. put you in the eyes of someone on the street there's none of this like kind of it's just you see it all Good it's chase. beautiful, it's snappy, it's fucking yeah. heart-pounding. And for a movie that has basically mostly chases built into it, not mm. one of them is long in the tooth. I was Man. left wanting more. This is a two-hour movie as well. I think it breezes by it. No fucking, Absolutely. no bother yeah. whatsoever. Whoosh. But Keanu, he jumps off something, he fucks his knee, he's got a bad knee, remember. Uh, yeah. uh, dude, uh, uh, <laughs> And we get the bit, we get the bit, the hot fuzz bit. We get the point of the gun at Swayze. Well, we... Tara for fucks it. <laughs> yeah. He can't do it because he he likes those guys. I think. I think that's the thing. He can't bring himself to actually just straight up shoot him. And the police go to him and go, "Nah, you're all right. Yeah, you fire your gun. Yeah. Now you know you have to file out a report for every. They did mention earlier with Gary Busey that he filled mm. out. You know, every time you fire your yeah. weapon, you've got to write up a report for that. What and you did it loads of times. Yeah, they? that's loads of reports. <laughs> all of those bullets were emotional. <laughs> Jesus Christ, how much do you love this guy, Bodie? A lot, okay? <laughs> uh, Gary Busey, he thinks either you like those guys or you missed. And I don't think you missed. Ooh. So, ooh. Gary's like, come on, we killed loads of people today. What's wrong with you? I thought you were cool. <laughs> like, <laughs> Gary wanted to eat a sandwich for every life he took today. That's why he was upset, <laughs> like, you know? <laughs> it's like if you take your insulin too early, you know? it's he's, he's all out of sync now. It's pretty quickly, like, properly confirmed, like, hey, we... the bunch of Bodie surfers we are the ex-presidents and we also know that Keanu Reeves is an FBI agent so it's like oh fuck okay everything's coming to a head here I remember when I first saw this movie I was like alright like they're surfers though this is going to be ridiculous I don't want it to be like they're all yeah. like dude radical surfers and then it's like yes but we're actually masterminds <laughs> when you hear them talk about it and they're like dude robbing banks is like spiritual <laughs> service for the drones in their sheep cars in the, which are also coffins <laughs> In the rat race, you know, whoa, deep, man. I love it. It's great. And also more revelations because Tyler has found Keanu's badge. So she's realized like he's been lying. She she shoots the fucking pillow next to him in bed, which is like pretty, pretty severe stuff. But he's, he's a no good cop. And she's, she feels betrayed, heartbroken. And he admits that he even lied about the parents thing and the, the car crash. And his knee is what still sore. Yeah. yeah, I mean... It, it's a very it's a very emotional, powerful scene. Um, the film does do a thing where she's just wearing like an open shirt and no pants. So, uh, <laughs> no. And <laughs> some very like... strategic shadows have been dropped. <laughs> yeah. Keanu, after this, he's, he's trying to leave like an answer phone message. And this is one of those lines where like you can tell it's Keanu and he's not quite there yet with the acting. It's like, fuck, why can't I ever just say what I really mean? <laughs> it's, just, it's just cute. He's, just, he's still just a little boy. You know what? Uh, yeah. Skydiving can go fuck itself. No. Oh, fuck that shit. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. Fuck no. that. I want to know your thoughts on this because me and Joe yeah. the intern were having a powwow about this earlier and she thinks that bungee jumping would be more dangerous and therefore scarier than skydiving and I firmly have the belief that bungee jumping um, would be, albeit scary in its own, maybe slightly different way, would surely be a lot safer than jumping out of a dirty old fucking plane. It's a tough one that. Isn't it? 
I'd rather do neither if I'm perfectly honest, but gun to my head, I'm bungeeing. I think I'm skydiving. I'm, oh. I'm on Joe's side, I think. Yeah. Because, mm. but I feel like Bungie. Uh, Here's the thing with Bungie, and I've pieced yeah. this together from watching people Bungie dive on things like Married at First Sight and The Bachelor. So correct me <laughs> if this hasn't actually happened. Someone usually goes down with you, and also you don't have to. You just jump off, and that's it. You know, you can probably swing around a bit like a fucking yo-yo. But you got to yeah. pull shit when you're. Well, no, but when you're skydiving, you you've got someone strapped to the back of you. If you're if you're just like a casual oh, civilian, oh, I see. So you're you, not going on your own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, uh, you see, mm. the thing is, I don't want there to have to be a mechanism after the thing is like we bungee off, we go. Bungee is started and is going to be complete. Skydiving, we got to jump, we got to wait, we got to pull it out. It, oh, I don't know. There's too many steps there. Now I, I'm starting to think, and this might get a bit too morbid, but in both of these cases, when shit goes wrong and you know that it's fucked and you're going to die with bungee jumping, I don't think you have much time between. Oh no, it's gone wrong, and then dying with skydiving. It should be a swift release, almost, is what you're yeah. saying, Sam. A swift release of death with skydiving. When your parachute doesn't go, you're like, you've got a bit of time to. Be like oh i guess i just i'm dying now this is it for me like, yeah, when, when they're skydiving here they've got a good like almost that 90 seconds in the bank is almost as extended as this this <laughs> felt like a long time to be in the sky surely it wouldn't take yeah. you this long to go down to earth i mean th- this whole scene was really really tense because they, they all come around and they're like come on dude yeah. we're, we're going skydiving and <laughs> keanu's the least subtle fbi guy he's like i don't want to go surfing right now dude and they're like no it, it, it's something else and i was really scared that you know obviously they're just gonna not give him a parachute because they do the Kill kind him. of goofing around swapping the packs and be like, oh you have this one or this one and they'd swap it around and i think they're not they haven't really swapped anything he's still got his original thing i think it's to kind of play mind games with him and put a bit of pressure yeah. on him you see because mm. they don't reveal their hand just yet they went until they're at the bottom and then he's like oh by the way check out this he's like well what's that it's like well it's kind of like i think it's a fax with a built-in screen on it but <laughs> we we were able to play a video of a Look, Tyler's kidnapped. Look, there she is yeah, now. Yeah, we got Tyler. She's tied up. And your yeah, man yeah. from Oz has got a shiv on her, so would you go on and rob a bank with us now? <laughs> and uh, Bodie is an exceptional tongue twist here to try and uh, justify himself. I hate violence and all, but, like, I will have her killed. You know, just, you know, <laughs> I, will, I will have her killed. What's the situation here? They'll only let her go once he is actually at a specific place and confirms to this guy that he's got to the place. Yeah, Otherwise. he wants to be able to get off into the clear away right, yeah, get the yeah, last yeah. score done not worry about Mr. FBI so he's forced now to do a robbery and because there are only four former presidents he's not allowed to get another mask so he has to go in <laughs> as future president Keanu Reeves which is really upsetting it's a weird gambit isn't it bringing on the FBI guy to your robbery because someone's kidnapped I mean it's brave of these radical surfers to, to do this sort of thing it's a bold move it feels like it is got to be against at least some of the morals or ethics or at least the vibe of the crew sam they go into the vault this time they actually go into the vault they normally don't go into the vault because they know they're not going to be able to do another one ever again probably Uh, this will be the last score big score and this you know what typical politicians they went back on their promises they said that they wouldn't do the vault and they went and they did read my lips we're not going in the vault i'm surprised you (laughs) don't have george bush senior as one of your uh, former presidents because he 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 went back on a key campaign pledge uh well this thing it's different this time because they've got keanu in it's more of a coalition uh robbery so we we can't keep all the same promises that we made uh when we thought we'd get in on our own merit i love when the cop is there and he's like i'm a cop to the security guard he's like i'm gonna die now and the security guard's like don't please no, come on, come on. Back me up. no i don't want to. 
<laughs> so a lot of people get shot here. Everyone gets a little taste. Mm. Pop, pop, pop. Pop, 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 pop. Bunch of presidents get shot. Off-duty cop shot. Think security guard LBJ, shot. LBJ, more like LB Grave, because uh, Lyndon Johnson, pa-pow, assassinated. Gosh. Yeah, he's looking like PBJ, mate, because it's uh, blood everywhere. Oh, like the, like the sauce. Good, like, good. Like, yeah, jelly. Yeah, that's what. Peanut <laughs> butter and jelly sauce. That's the name of yes. it. <laughs> but the president's all got bulletproof vests, but one guy gets like popped in the neck or the face. Yeah, it's, it's, so it's, it's, it's covered in, in tomato sauce. Now there is a situation where so you, you shoot me in the head. Like, that should be it now. And I'd be worried, though, because yeah. I'd be tapping in my head and, and they'd be like, yes, it was very smart of them to shoot you in the throat <laughs> when you had a bulletproof vest. Those crafty sorts. So when you're like, bah, 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 and just pointing at your head, they'll be like, yeah, yeah, they, they played a blinder there, mate. <laughs> they've, re- they've really done you in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Bodie's really upset that his mate has died, so he just knocks the fuck out of uh, Johnny Utah. Utah is arrested when the cops show up. McGinley yep. is pissed. And Busey's like, can you let me arrest him? And I'll like, just let him go. And he's like, well, fine. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I did. <laughs> Be a problem with that. And so off they rush to the airport where the ex-presidents are going. And so, yes, it's showdown time. Showdown time. Yeah. Guns on everyone. You know, we got yeah. we got guns on guns on guns. And Busey, whoa, to say this guy gets shot up is an understatement. Like, he gets he got shot oh. up to the point where, like, we don't want you to think he's going to come back in a bulletproof vest in an hour and be like, no. the, the ex-presidents was always my idea. No, it's not. He gets shot up to bits. His foot gets fucking shot off. It's horrible. It's shotgunned in the back. Oh, oh, you don't want that. Also, just before that, Keanu again doing his Keanu stuff. Tell me where she is, and I walk away. You walk away, I walk away, and it's just not. It's not quite. You know, he's still not quite there, but he's he's cute. He's adorable, isn't he? He's yeah. adorable. But Busey, shot to fuck. Nixon, Jimmy Carter, also pa 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 pam. Yeah, and I will say Busey has got the best noise when he gets shot because he goes. <laughs> he's like he's like his inner Arnold Schwarzenegger comes out of him. It's fucking fabulous. So yeah. their plan is they're going to plane away. One of the lads has been shot, and they're like, "Look, yeah. simple as we're going to fly low so we don't show up on radar, and then it's just a simple skydive, a hop, skip, and a jump, and we'll be sipping margaritas before tea time." Jesus Christ! Yeah, and they bundled Keanu into the plane as well just to get him involved in this. <laughs> the idea of a shot man skydiving is so funny to me. <laughs> Like, it is absolutely hilarious. The idea of just basically kicking a corpse with a timer on its head out of a plane. What a waste of a parachute. Could you imagine the thuds? Like, good Lord. Well, Bodie and this shot bloke jump out, and Keanu's still like, cancel the order, tell them to not to let Tyler go, but they don't, they just jump out. And Keanu, no parachute, but what? with a gun, jumps after them. Absolute mad lad shit. Fucking love this. And you know what I love most about it? This was a time when watching the movie and taking notes for a podcast enhanced Mm. the experience because I love this scene. I love him jumping out of the plane. It's a thrill ride. It's a white knuckle adventure. And I wrote down that it was shootless. And you might think, oh, what's about? It's just a really pleasing word written down. Shootless. Shootless. C H U T E L E S S coming oh, to a yeah, countdown yeah. near you. That is a great shootless. word. Shootless. Shootless. Oh, the good mouthfeel on shootless. 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 And just a nice construction on the page. It looks like a good word. It'd be a good surname. <laughs> John Shootless. John, there's your wrestling name right there. Good lord. 
Here's something now. You can't yeah. help but look like a big silly Egypt wrapped up in a parachute when you've landed. You do look oh, very yeah. silly, don't you? You look like you've been yeah, yeah. in daddy's bed and you've come out now and you've got his, <laughs> you know, get that off you. So he dives down, grabs on to Bodhi, and they're playing a bit of pull the cord chicken. you got to let go of your gun to pull the cord, and it's, it's a big... Also, just before we get into, you know, once they're landed, if you jump out of a plane, yeah. to what extent are you able to control where you go and how... Um, well, you, know, you can make you, yourself to... more aerodynamic... You yeah. know, which which would should increase your acceleration. So yeah, I would think okay. that you can do that. But well, the thing yeah. as well is, I would imagine when you're falling off from that height, that you wouldn't have full control over your arms. That your arms and legs would be like the force of the wind would be so much that your arms yeah. and legs would be like this. And the idea of you just being able to go all Tom Cruise, do 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 do. No no no, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, but but it makes for a fucking cool action sequence. At the very least, you need a special suit. That's what I would think yes but it makes for a cool sequence oh very and cool so they get to the ground they pulled the cord so late that keanu once again has fucked his knee oh Ooh, that bad oh my knee they're basically letting you know why there'll never be a point break too is because he got a sore knee yeah and that'll knee. dog him for the rest of his days <laughs> but tyler has been freed uh so she runs over to johnny utah in the desert and i think just her nighty for i guess that's what she was tied up in fine <laughs> <laughs> over she comes Bodie's just driving away like, but like yo Johnny I'll see you in the next life he but, saved her and all that but he still fucking lied and betrayed you and all he's still a dirty fucking yeah. he's a dirty cop Tyler send him in down the wire but she loves him she's fallen so deeply <laughs> that's what he was saying that's what rubbish. Bodie was saying rubbish man hey end of the movie right or is it didgery do not touch that dial because they're <laughs> only down under <laughs> In Australia, <laughs> or should I say Australania, because it's raining mm. and it's the oh, storm of the century. It could be, they're saying, 50 years, the big cycles come around and Mother Nature is trying to stretch the wings and flex the muscles and let you know that no one should ever dare surf ever again. And here he is, Johnny Utah. We don't know exactly how much time has passed, but hair's a little bit longer, a little bit yeah. more of a denim vibe going on. He's been on the hunt. Who's the searcher now, Johnny Utah? Uh, it, it's you. It's been found, and they have a big rainy fight, big wet fight between these two wet lads. This fight, Sam, it's cuffed because we got fisticuffs and handcuffs cuffed uh, yeah. together. Great stuff. No way I could handle a cage, man. Yeah, they get handcuffed together. I'm still not really sure how they got handcuffed together, but they managed to get handcuffed. He had the, the cuffs on him, you know? He had the old handos to hand. And they come to an agreement, which is, right, we've wanted to take you down, you go to prison, and yes. you don't want to do that. So as a compromise, go surf and die. And he's like, uh, yeah. fine by me. I mean, his whole life has been waiting for this big wave. And so Johnny's like, okay, you go surf the wave. I feel like that's not fair because, like, if I went on a string of bank robberies and murders, yeah. and then at the end they said, Kevin, you're going down for this. And I said, there's no way. I don't want to be in a cage, man. And I look over and there's this 50-year cycle of, like, chicken skin. There's like, a lot of chicken <laughs> skin, basically. 
And it's all the good bits, all elbows and arseholes. Oh. And, <laughs> and, 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 I, and, I, and I go, you know what? Let me go off instead and I eat that and die because there's so much of yeah. it. That wouldn't be allowed. But that's kind of the end. You know, Johnny tosses his badge into the ocean. No, 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 no. You didn't get yeah. special director's extended cut oh. there. Because Catherine Bigelow was very, very adamant about this, that yeah. when he says, let me surf, and the big wave comes up and that big tube appears and he goes in and uh, you can yeah. see him stumbling off and he goes... <laughs> And then it, it cuts back stuff. to Keanu and he's going <laughs> And then he throws the badge in yep. And then he grabs his gun and he shoots it six more times in the air <laughs> Tosses his badge into the ocean Bodhi tosses his life into the ocean And that's it Both boys have walked away from their things in different ways And that's the end And there's some cool rock music This is definitely... In the classic 90 cents, it is like a cheesy movie and all that. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I'm always remarkably blown away that for a movie that's about bank robbing surfers who dress up as dead presidents, how mm. pretty much, like, very little, if anything, is, and that's Gary Busey, very little, if any of it, is yep. played for yucks. It's not trying to be funny, nor does it actually no. be kind of aha laughable a bit of a romp it is a deadly serious i'd say borderline thriller of an action experience this yeah. one yeah yeah there's a couple of goofy bits but yeah. it's not as yucky as you would expect in terms of like played for yucks it's given, not as goofy given as what you you've got like given the setting and the buddy cop yeah. dynamic it is mostly played straight and oh man that final scene gets me every goddamn time i like that yeah. there's that little kind of epilogue that's always my favorite way to end off a genre like this but how did you get on with point break i I fucking loved it. I Yay! thought that was great. Yeah. That was a real fun time. So yeah. you did not reach your break point during this then? No. No, I did not. I enjoyed Point Break. It's got its uh, a few of its flaws, mm -hmm. you know? I feel like... Usual 90s action movie points you could probably take on here. Look yeah. at your laminate. It's all there. A few of those. Tyler as a character doesn't get loads to do. But for what it is, you know, it ticks a bunch of boxes. And also Keanu's acting is... You know, that's that's the one point that takes it to like being laughable, I guess, at points unintentionally yeah. is Keanu has got a couple of really hairy reads, which is adorable in its own right. But yeah, that's the thing. I think because it's because who we know he is, who he ends up being and who he has been previously, it's quite cute. But it, it's still, yeah, well, I, I, I thought it was great. I had a blast. It yeah. breezed by. Yeah. Yeah. It's a Kevin, it's a fucking... But there's bank robberies, there's shooting, there's surfing, and there's skydiving. I mean, it's just... It's a proper fucking blockbuster, that. You, know you can't what? go wrong. It's really yeah. funny. Doing this after Fast and the Furious makes me realise how much like, better this has done a lot of those <laughs> elements that you mentioned, like chasing yeah. and, you know, action and adventure and whatnot. And I would have thought doing this right after what was, in no, uh, no doubt, an absolute romp of a movie... But this yeah. one, I think it, it, if you describe it in some respects, you, it feels like it should be generic, but there's something very special about it. It's a right mix of actors who just kind of all have chemistry together. You know, yeah. and I think yeah, yeah. Swayze as well is fucking dynamite as that, as that villain. I love Swayze in this. He's great. I was going to say, we've not had loads of Swayze chat for what was a Swayze vote. And I think we haven't well, quite... I what? haven't quite seen peak Swayze, but well, I really enjoyed Swayze in this. That's fine, because guess what? Next episode, we're going to be doing Dirty Dancing. Dirty Dancing, yeah. And that's so. going to be more... We're to choo-choo the Swayze trains going on to the next stop. 
But Sam, you've had a good time. Yeah. Would you rewatch this movie, you think, at some point? I think so. It's a fucking pizza and beer movie, isn't it? Yes. Off on point break. Oh, yes, please. I I enjoyed everything I've seen from that, really. I enjoyed Swayze. I enjoyed Busey. I enjoyed Keanu. I enjoyed Laurie Petty. And director Bigelow as well. This is, uh, you know, I don't know if you've seen The Hurt Locker, but like, She's fucking. No. She, this this is such a fucking goddamn masterpiece. I, I love this guy. I'm so happy that you like this movie as well, Sam. Then the only thing I have to ask you is, how many times are you going to shoot your gun into the air? Bracket star wipes for the movie. Okay. <laughs> Four and a half star wipes. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> Oh, thanks for listening to another episode of Cinema Swirl. This episode was produced by Kevin, edited by me, Sam, and I also did the music. If you want to support the show, then patreon.com forward slash cinema swirl is the way to go. If you want to follow us on the socials, we're at cinema swirl on Twitter and facebook.com forward slash cinema swirl on Facebook, which is where our votes for episodes take place. If you've got questions, queries, comments, or anything else for the mailbag, then send it on over to cinemaswirl at gmail.com that's cinemaswirl at gmail.com please do keep recommending the show to your friends if you think they'll like it or even if you don't think they'll like it just recommend it anyway oh and if there are any bits in recent episodes that you think would make particularly nice video clips you know the kind of thing we've had on our socials recently then send us a tweet and let us know all right we'll see you next time cheers bye